This episode is brought to you by that blue liquid used in pads. Do you ever feel repulsed by the color of blood leaving your filthy vagina? Has your boyfriend, husband, or owner looked at you in disgust after leaving a crimson spot on the sheets? Have you ever felt nauseous and loathe changing your sanitary napkin after a particularly cloudy morning? Make your vagina more presentable with the Shark Week Neutralizer. The old blue liquid you know and love can now be a reality. Make your friends envious and their husbands more attracted to you while changing your pH for superficial purposes. No more crime scenes to wake up to or accidents to shun yourself in your tent over. Call us today at 888-KEEP-IT-BLUE. Warning. This liquid may cause internal bleeding and eternal pain. This liquid may convert to cyanide if it reaches the rectum. Users may experience nausea, vomiting, anal leakage, and night terrors. Get blue liquid now with diamonds and glitter. You're so damn electric, you. Right. You know you got that juice. Yeah. You know you got that juice. Uh. You know you got that uh-huh. juice. Now squeeze all that passion fruit. Mm-hmm. Ain't no one fresher than you. Mm-hmm. Ain't no one fresher than you. Mm-hmm. And if they try to break you, you say, Hi, my name is Alex. And my name is Fatima. And, and this, this is Collectively. collectively. A podcast that navigates through the ideas and aspirations of sex, relationships, race, identity, and most importantly, the human experience from the perspective of two unique minds. This week, we're going to explore body talk in the context of lady bodies. Yeah, and we're going to explore from the surface of the skin and your body to how we express and are seen, the struggles we face, and the weird questions we're all too afraid to talk about. Yeah, so we are talking bodies today. (laughs) For me personally, when I start to look at just the whole idea of the female body, I always take it from the perspective of history. And I personally like to start from just looking at different cultures and exploring from east to west, north to south, from like, you know, no matter what language you speak, what walk of life you come from. Women typically and generally have been treated as second-class citizens. Literally 15, oh my god, 50, 50, (laughs) 50% of women literally taking up the same amount of space as men on this world, yet are still seen as lesser. We still have regulations that um, limit our autonomy and essentially kind of keep us in the back burner. Yeah, I mean, went from being property in a lot of places to just, you know, not having a voice <laughs> to not believing us. I mean, we were witches at one point. <laughs> if we still sometimes, still sometimes. I know, right? Kind of replaced with bitches and sluts, but go on. <laughs> hashtag hood witch. But yeah, I mean, just it's unfortunate that after all these years, and we're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, that we still come down to the same place where we are fighting for control of our our bodies, for our rights, for our ability to speak, for just to be equals. I mean, we are definitely far from where our ancestors were. But, you know, you would think in 2000, almost 19, that we wouldn't be having these same conversations. Yeah, where well, we're still having to have the same discussions with, like, Roe versus Wade, when we're still having to kind of defend ourselves for wanting birth control and not feeling like we have to explain this because it's every woman's right personally yeah i mean we i mean look at where we come from and just what people in africa are still dealing with you know there's a lot of women who 
still can't even have period like tampons i mean it's like it's like oh lord she wants a tampon you know the devil's she must be a hoe right it's like we're it's unfortunately it is a lack of education and and the lack of respect of the female body all across the board but you know we are blessed to be in an age where we can do things like this have this conversation have a platform to talk about these things out loud and have men who stand behind the female body and want to see us do our thing exactly um i do feel like we do have to start with these conversations just like one that we're having today um because i'm not sure how you felt um when you were growing up in school but Sex education wasn't very helpful for me. <laughs> it did not get me for anybody. <laughs> exactly. Like, no one, I don't really feel like got much um, preparation when it came to, especially when it came to the female anatomy. They didn't really tell us what to expect, except, oh, you're going to be bleeding sometimes. Oh, well. And the baby's going to come out. Yay! <laughs> it was literally everything about the male penis. <laughs> everything. everything about the penis. It was like, yeah, girls have eggs and stuff and babies come out of that shit. Like, the end. Like, yeah, sex education for me was shout out to that magnet program in Georgia with that <laughs> Fernbank Science Center. So our sex education class was in the same place where we saw dinosaurs. And all I remember <laughs> was dinosaurs and butterflies. I don't remember shit of ours. <laughs> don't remember anything. Don't ask me why. But I remember it being very much geared towards men the male anatomy and all we talked about was yes girls bleed and you have babies <laughs> like that's it i remember talk i remember learning or even remember seeing something about like ejaculation coming from a guy nothing from a girl mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like oh we, that's not important babies you just lay babies. down and take it yeah, basically babies. that's what you're made for babies that's it <laughs> babies <laughs> we'll talk about sex at babies <laughs> Exactly. Like, it's so funny. They never made any type of... They never started a discussion about the clitoris. We, I can't remember. Maybe they had, like, a little arrow pointing to it at some point. Yeah, but I can't remember existing. any elaboration. It was like, faux, there's something underneath there. Clitoris, right? What does Just it look clean like? it. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know how to clean it. Oh, well, we're not going to tell you anyway. Right. <laughs> But I mean, that's the funny thing about the history of just women being second-class citizens. I mean, even, like you said, today, we still don't have that conversation, unfortunately. Thank God for the internet, and thank God for, you know, a lot of people who take the time out their day to go around the world educating women. But it's definitely still a fight. I know it is in America. It's nothing like a lot of European countries. We are so, so scared of the female body. It's like, Good lord, the female body. You know, it's like, I don't, it's just, it, it's, it, it just cracks me up. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny how, just like the conversation we're having today, there's been men literally just covering around a table, arguing and debating on the female orgasm because it's still something that's debated. Instead of asking a woman, they have to decide whether we have orgasms. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Yeah, I mean... They know us better than we do, right? Exactly. They don't know our bodies. (laughs) Or obviously, we don't know our bodies. Right. I mean, we don't. I mean, yeah, we we don't, unfortunately. (laughs) A lot of women don't know their bodies, unfortunately. And that's why we're here to tell you about your bodies (laughs) and help educate you on that shit. Because it's important. But, yeah, unfortunately, it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, it's. I don't want to 
step up too many toes or anything, but yeah, I'm sure there's some guys that know a lot about the female body, but unfortunately we leave it to men to tell us about our bodies all the time. And, you know, luckily we have a lot of women who are taking the time to educate other women because it's kind of important for you to know how to orgasm and not have someone <laughs> tell you how to. But yeah, I mean, we could definitely even segue into just like the standard of beauty, how we still live, especially in the West here in America, where people still tell us what we what is beautiful and that usually is determined from the male gaze. Exactly. We don't necessarily have any say in that. It has nothing to do with our comfort. It has nothing to do with what is naturally there, but more so what they want to see. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, the thing is about beauty standards, it is so unconventional in its entirety. It depends on where you're from. I mean, when I, I love looking at, you know, our motherland, motherland. <laughs> <of> Africa, <laughs> like looking at just what's considered beauty, especially when you start getting into natural hair, girl, <laughs> and they start bringing back like the Fulani braid trend that wouldn't die this year. Because <laughs> that is like the only hairstyle that exists in Africa is Fulani braids, you know, hashtag black cancer was awesome. But oh, damn, yes. <laughs> I mean, Fulani braids, like I, I, I just can't anymore. But it's just, you know, just looking at all of Africa and seeing like the different things that are considered beautiful still from like how we do plugs in the West. It's like them bitches been plugging their ears with discs for how long? <laughs> Hold plates, bitch, get on the field. You know, right? Like put a, put a plate in your ear and then come talk to me. Exactly. But, like, in fact, put a plate in your lip and then come talk to me. But it's just the whole idea of beauty in itself is just based on culture, based on how you was raised, based on where you was raised. And I think we are living in a time where we are able to explore that. And I find it so beautiful. If it wasn't for the internet, there would be so many things that we wouldn't even know existed. That, And you look at that and it may not be the beauty that you grew up knowing or seeing, but it's so beautiful in its own way. And yeah, it's kind of cool like that. Exactly. It's not just showing one specific type. It's literally having representation of everyone, regardless of your skin tone, regardless of your hair texture. And it's beautiful that... We can literally see all of these pictures and see people that we know or possibly see ourselves and kind of look at ourselves in more of a softer light, I feel. Yeah, even looking at ourselves across time. I mean, there's so many beauty standards that are celebrated now that weren't cool back then and mm-hmm. vice versa. I mean, I take it back to my childhood, the thin-ass pencil eyebrows. Like, it may not be my thing, but I mean, that trend came and went. I 90s. Mean, oh. <laughs> or even just, you know, how fashion itself is just such a cycle. Like, the things that we did not, like, perms. Like, I work with someone who still rocks perms. <laughs> and, and I mean, and you know what? I can't be mad at her because curly hair is popping in the Caucasian community again. You know? <laughs> Hashtag shape moisture. Won't go there, but I'm just saying, like, girls try to... You gotta to, mention it. You I gotta mean, mention it. <laughs> if you got them curls, they try, they they bring the perm back, just saying. They, they're jumping on the curl wagon hardcore. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like it is... It is definitely, when it comes to perm, I feel like I do have a bit of a traumatic experience when it comes to it. (laughs) So, yes, I feel like a lot of black women have that one story that they are so a little bit kind of broken up inside about when they kind of think about it. Yeah, it's like, why does it have to burn for me to know it's working? It's like, is it burning yet? 
no okay girl sit there it's like is it burning yet my hair feels like it's on fire girls working it's like okay you still got five more minutes it's like no my scalp is burning <laughs> like this, this pain is, is beauty but this pain should not be acceptable no nah, it's crazy <laughs> but i mean hey they bring in the curling they bring in a lot of things back i mean even <laughs> girls are relaxing their hair or whatever they're calling it now but whatever it's like you know to me it's just it's just great that we're in a space where everyone can just explore, you know, explore the old, explore the new, twist it up, however you want to do it. But I mean, it is your standard of beauty. And unfortunately, still people don't accept a lot of different types of standards of beauty, like just how we are underrepresented for so long when it came to the color of our skin, <laughs> women being a female in general, being a black female, we're like at the bottom of the, t- the totem pole. But mm-hmm. it's amazing to see just how there are so many, you know, women of color, of all colors being represented, you know, all body types being represented. Like the curvy girl movement to yeah. me is just amazing, you know. Just seeing more women or just people with all kinds of, disabilities just different walks of life being represented in everything from the media to open up a magazine to just to me it is such a great time because for the longest i was like why would i raise a child on this, on this earth but now i'm like i would love to have a child and show them like look you know like you are beautiful just like everyone else you are you can see yourself wherever you go you know exactly and I feel like that type of representation is important. Um, I didn't grow up like that. Um, (laughs) Like I grew up watching essentially so many types of the same movie that's centralized around maybe three to four white women or white men. Um, But now if I go on TV, I can see something like Insecure or that shows different shades of black beauty, literally just navigating life like anyone else. Right. fucking and loving and laughing and crying sometimes when it, they feel like it, you know? And I feel like it's amazing that it's showing us in our humanness that you don't normally get to see. Right. And I mean, for me, it's the same way I grew up. Like, you know, like we both are first generations in this country. <laughs> we, we are the product of illegal immigrants. <laughs> Legal and illegal immigrants, you know, like, or, you know, refugees really is yes. what it is. We are a product of refugees, you know, and coming here and having a really thick ass African accent and sitting there talking with people like this and they'd be telling me, go back to your country and talk, and sitting there like yelling at me about like if I like lived in the hut and shit. It was like, yeah, I could turn on the TV here and I used to strive to talk and I used to literally watch TGI Friday. Like, I mean, I was hardcore, like, with all that shit, just trying to like mimic how people talk so I wouldn't be made fun of at school because mm-hmm. there was no one on TV with an African accent that wasn't Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? And just making fun of it. Right. <laughs> Coming to America, you know? It's like, it, it was hard, but the fact that we have these representation all over the media today, I mean, we're still entirely underrepresented and all people of color are, but I mean, I think we're doing a good job, especially at least in the U.S. of A, to strive to do that kind of stuff, you know, to strive to to be inclusive of everyone, you know, to make everyone 
feel like they can be a part of it. And trust me, we can go dark and deep and get into how this shit is still fucked up as hell, but we're just talking about the surface here. (laughs) There's a curvy girl movement. There's a natural hair movement. There's, you know, people of all different cultures having their, you know, having their, their time to shine. And hopefully this will only be the beginning and that there is a momentum building up where we are going to have representation across the board for everybody. Exactly. I feel like one um, great thing is also that it's not only showing Black people in a certain light as well. It's showing that there's so many different types of Black people. Like you have the Nola Darlings. You may have some of the Isis from Insecure. You may have some chicks that ride or die with Black Panther. You may have a Prudence for Sabrina. Right? (laughs) Come on. Let's talk about Prudence and Sexy Ass. Oh my gosh. Right. listening to this just know that I love you and <laughs> I want you inside me but that's a different story um <laughs> I mean but yeah it's like it's like how like the blurred movement okay <laughs> hashtag black nerds because I'm all yes. for it I mean just the fact that for the first time on sci-fi there is a black-led family dealing with the the supernatural you know what I'm saying I mean that show is amazing and just when I first I thought it was a joke when I first saw it I was like is this like a spoof on something no it's a whole entire show based around a supernatural family that and they're all black I mean like all the main characters are black even the damn ghosts and witches and ghouls are you serious girl that is my show it's it's sci-fi so I mean you can always take the actor for what it is but who cares it is amazing and it's just like who would have thought we would you would ever see anything like that i mean charmed got remade and there's like black witches yes oh my god girl you over now just say <laughs> I, I need to get caught up on this shit i'm I mean, I, so far behind it seems but yeah i mean it's awesome yes. it was an awesome time hopefully we can only go up from here that's all we can think about but i mean as good as all that is there's just so much stuff that we even like talked about that's just not so good when we get into the discussion of our bodies. You know, everything from, like, insecurities. Oh, yes. <laughs> we all deal with that shit. Yeah, we can't talk about the good and the amazing pioneers that we have when it comes to body representation without mentioning the insecurities and the bad, the unfortunates that we have to deal with on a constant basis from both the media and our own selves. Yeah. I mean, we could take it face, not basic, but we could take something close to home. Like, we both have, like, four A, B, C, D, E, F, G, natural hair. Just saying. Yes. And just, let's talk about the insecurities of just being a black girl with natural hair. And this is not to hate on anybody's hair regardless of what you do with it because i am hashtag weaves all fucking day yeah and that is that is a lifestyle choice of we work out every single day and i work out in the middle of my day between work i ain't got time for all that exactly just, just no gonna come here and braid my hair for me no so but just talk about like i mean that's a big discussion even with the youtube like, you know, the YouTube stars, the <laughs> stars of the natural hair YouTube movement. It's like, yeah, if you're not dark skinned and 4C, you're probably not going to find yourself that fast when you start looking up natural hair in the Google search. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, it's like, how does that make a little girl feel when she 
like sees things like the shade moisture commercials about like natural hair and and curly hair but all she sees is quote unquote whatever the fuck three a three c's are you know what i'm saying like like my ringlets don't follow that like that like my hair of course my presses out as long as shit but who's got time for all that every day and if i have a little girl she's probably got kinky ass hair too exactly. <laughs> I, and, she, and he damages a real thing yeah people. he damages a real thing i know and it's just like those insecurities unfortunately still exist it's like how do you how do we you know battle that you know i do feel like the honestly the only way to battle that for me the thing that's helped me is just kind of surrounding myself with people that can i guess help ground me the people that probably deal with the same issues because they may have the same hair textures as me, i.e. the demon, <laughs> and basically who can I at least kind of understand my struggle. So when I'm having my wash day and I've just been struggling with this hair treatment, I can have someone to talk to who says, girl, I get it, and your hair's going to be popping in 24 hours anyway, so you'll be fine. <laughs> It's a struggle. And this unfortunately, I mean, to get off a little, to get, to go off subject for a second, the whole history of black women and hair in this country, I mean, the reason why it has historically been a struggle is because you took us, and I mean, from, I I say us, but I always have a lot to say, we're first generations, (laughs) but you took black women away from a place where we had access to the natural environment and created products that we could use in our hair mm-hmm. you stole us and you dropped us in fucking georgia and shit in virginia and <laughs> Massachusetts. Fuck there ain't no shea plants grown there. where am i gonna get my fucking shea butter from because that shit don't exist out here this is like some red ass dirt and shit so yeah where where did slaves have to go for hair care that's why you do see the depictions and you read about women having to always cover their hair they're not covering their hair as a style and wearing turbans they're covering their hair because they're suffering from things like ringworm and terrible dandruff and etc etc it's like you already stripped us away from our land now you take away our beauty i mean they used to cut the hair from slaves before they were sold so we we started off with nothing you know like we didn't have things to do our hair with so it has historically been a struggle and not only was it a struggle now on top of it you're telling us we're not beautiful like i mean i struggled with that my whole life like i used to braid it up i i started out being in africa where people loved my hair and then got dropped off in georgia where people used to make fun of me and called me a damn everything from African booty scratcher on down for have, for loving my natural hair. And so I find it funny that the natural hair movement became a trend because it's like, <laughs> it's like, because I, to me, I was so confused. I was like, y'all told me this shit was ugly. So I used to wear perms, you know, like I went from perms to wearing straight weave. I cannot go back to a silky straight weave because I like, I love my natural hair. It, and it's, and it takes like a lifetime to even get to that point to love your hair again, to love who you are as a whole, when the whole world has told you you are nothing. You know, the yeah. media tells you you are nothing. On a constant basis. Like, it's so rare. Even now, like, you still may see it, but it's still definitely rare to find um, that same type of depiction on things like modeling, on fashion. You're not necessarily seeing women with kinky hair. And I definitely have the same issues when it comes to um, the hair issue, when it comes to basically when I was younger, I went through so many 
just different phases of genuinely hating my hair and not wanting to deal with it and just like crying in the bathroom during my teenage years. Aww. But um <laughs> how do I even just go back and forth to <laughs> make that on a half year note? But I do fast forward um those years, literally just going to now literally seeing people who look like me on YouTube finding out different ways to do my own damn hair, dealing with this <laughs> giant ass, thick ass mess that I, I wish have. My hair is that thick. I really do. <laughs> it's so what? hard, especially when you're so tender headed. <laughs> Seriously, if anyone understands that, I cry with you. I just want them to know that. But I completely understand that. And I feel like that's only just one of the issues. Like when it comes to beauty, we have the weight. We do. I mean, we have the whole weight thing. That's why I'm like, hash, I'm all for the curvy girl movement because mm-hmm. growing up being like, I'm like 5'10 and a half almost. Like I've always been the, <laughs> you're tall. You're 5'9. Right. Right. We're just tall women. We're tall we women. We have a lot of tall ass Africans. I'm just so <laughs> sure. I'm like, Amazonians. Hello. Seriously though. But I mean, just always being the tallest, biggest girl in the class. Mm-hmm. I wasn't always small. I mean, I fluctuate weight ridiculously, you know, throughout my whole entire life. And I just have to realize I'm just a big, big ass motherfucker. <laughs> like, I can't help it. But, you know, just being told all your life, you're too fat, you're too tall, you're too skinny, you're too this, you know, like the beauty standard just changes so much because then I travel to some other countries and they just love it. They love our dark skin. They love that we're tall. We love that we're, you know, we got some, we got a fat ass. You know? <laughs> like, and now you come over here, it's like, you can only be tall with a fat ass and pump lips if you are white. <laughs> I was like, if you're naturally born that shit, we don't like you, you know? You can tan and you're beautiful. You born that shit, fuck you. It's like, you it's, get your booty done, but if it's naturally that way, mm, that don't look right. Right. It's ridiculous, but you know, like, just gonna keep coming back down to the positive. We live in a time where there's just, there's so much out there for information and representation that I can only hope that more people are able to, you know, find that. You know, like you said, there are people out there that look like you, that speak like you. There are, like, I mean, one of my favorite clothing companies, ASOS, I love going on their website and shopping because not only do they have an amazing um, curvy girl line, they have a tall girl line. They don't edit their models anymore. You know, they're, I, I know there's companies that did it before them, but the fact that it's one of my favorite places to shop now their models are photoshopped. They have stretch marks on down because mm-hmm. everyone has stretch mark guys. Sorry. It's not just because you were fat. Everybody. Everybody has stretch marks. I mean, so it's like, yeah, it's a great time to be alive. Just, I'm very excited. I can only hope that this continues. I hate to see it go away. It'd be sad. Definitely. I feel like I also, with the stretch marks, can agree with that. I do feel like um, people don't understand that everyone does have them. And there's this actress, her name's Jamila. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but she's from The Good mm-hmm. Place. She has this very, very strong campaign when it comes to her photo shoots. She doesn't like them basically photoshopping her stretch marks off her boobs. Mm-hmm. She's a very, very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But she has stretch marks on her tits because everyone does. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but when you're young and you're growing, you're going to get stretch marks because your skin is stretching. Yeah, I mean, naturally. unless you just want people who are blessed with 
have it. Good for you. <laughs> but if you gained muscle, lost it, gained weight, lost it, you know, doesn't matter. You stretch your body. You are susceptible to having stretch marks. It's part of life. Get over it. You know, it's unfortunately, it's a stigma. And we just need to, as women, say, fuck you. Yeah. Throw in a Kendrick Lamar lyric and be, be out, you know? like love them tiger sharps on your titties. Come right. on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got the juice. I'm the chaser, don't need a mixer. I got the juice. But now we should definitely segue to the blunder from down under, aka Shark Week. Oh my gosh, we need to throw in the freaking Jaws theme song right, right? here. There's just so many like synonyms when it comes to periods. What's your favorite? Would you say? I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, trying to think. <laughs> it's just a hot mess. <laughs> Literally, when it feels like a hot mess. Like it feels like yeah. It's a hot mess. Yeah. Yours? <laughs> That's hard. Um, Shark Week's one, Riding the Red Tide. Um, I was Alien Baby. Murder Party. Murder Party. <laughs> it's one of the ones, especially because I live in the household of women, so it's de- we. It's a murder party the whole week for all of us. We, we're having a murder party. There is. Like, <laughs> I always say, there's a crime scene in my panties. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing is just why do we freak out over periods still? <laughs> like, why are guys still freaking out over periods still? Like, right. I- it's not that it's something that we don't all know that exists. Like, I feel like I can't think of one man that generally does not know that women have periods after the age of, what, 16? Well, I know that some guys in the hot periods really work. Like, what do you think we bleed from our butt? I don't know. <laughs> so segue to a story here. Playing cards of a man humanity with my lovely gay neighbors. And they're a male, two cis males. And we were playing cards of humanity and someone pulled out the period poops card. And one of the answers, <laughs> and we had to have a serious 15 minute discussion to explain to one of the guys what period poops was because he couldn't understand. Oh, and I mean, for all you guys, who are out there and don't understand what period poops are, first you need to hug the closest female next to you and tell her you feel her. Feel for her because period poops, and this is going to get a little TMI, so close your eyes, pause. Nah, get, get used to it. But I mean, period poops are like when you have to take a shit, and usually you're, when you have to take a shit on your period, it's not just like a shit. It's like usually like, it either goes from like extreme diarrhea, which it usually is. Like you feel weak after. Yeah. Like you have to go take a nap. But it's like you're bleeding and you're pooping and it's like after you're done though, yeah, you feel great because you're like, I just cleaned all this. Sh- it's like, well, it's like 10 pounds. It's like going into your oven after something exploded. <laughs> and turning that shit on high and spraying some shit and everything is cleaned out and you open it and it's just looks disgusting. It's like everything just runs into each other. But once you wipe that shit, you're like, this is amazing. Like, detox. Yes. And it's just disgusting, but you get the period poops. It's part of it. Honestly, this is going to be probably even more TMI, but probably the worst parts about period poops is when you're wearing a tampon and the tampon keeps trying to come out while you're shitting. And so you kind of like yes. have to knuckle that one finger in. Like, don't you dare. This is my last one. Yes. I don't have any more at home. Like, you need to deal with this. Like, yeah. It's like, do I lose it or do I keep... Fuck it, man. Right. <laughs> I'm going to switch back to pads. I can't. Right. I can't. And I mean, like, 
we need to get over it. Girls have periods. There wouldn't be babies without periods. I mean, like you have, like uh, you know, some women don't have periods. Some women, unfortunately, can't have babies. But for the for a lot of women, we have periods, and I hate that the media still makes it seem like it's just the most fucking disgusting shit. I'm like, fuck you. Like, if you cut your hand and you start bleeding, am I gonna freak? Oh my god, put that shit away! That is so It's like, no, it's blood. I'm sorry, and it's a we are a self cleaning oven. I mean, that's it. It's beautiful. We we that shit happens. I mean, it happens. Mm-hmm. Bitches don't like that shit either sometimes. <laughs> but, but I mean, like it happens. So get over it. I hate I hate that. Like I hate guys who still treat it like it's like the plague or something. Right. That's why I love um, actresses like uh, Rachel Bloom, mm-hmm. yeah, girlfriend, <laughs> with her song "Period Sex." Right. And basically, she just like she shows how fucking normal it is. It is, and she even mentions how they still to this day use blue liquid on tampons. Or pads, like we don't know what. Yeah, like in the commercials where they're like, "Oh, let me show you how much liquid comes out." So I'm gonna take some like blue water and pour it on this shit, like a few little teaspoons. I'm like, number one, it doesn't look like that. Yeah, like never that clean. Fucking blood. It's like you can tell me. I can sit here and watch. I don't know, like any action movie. I I watch Walking Dead every Sunday. Do you know how much blood I see every fucking Sunday? Or Game of Thrones? Have you watched like the first 10 (laughs) minutes of Game of Thrones? Just saying, their heads rolling and then you're telling me, and okay, Game of Thrones is on, it's on cable, it's on Yeah, no, Walking Dead comes on AMC. Just saying, I don't have to, no, in the middle of the daytime I can turn to TBS and see like a Chuck Norris movie or anything. There's a lot of blood all over TV, but you can't show a tampon with actual like okay don't want to show chunky shit fine don't want to show strings of my shit red liquid i don't understand (laughs) like i'm sorry when i if i have blue shit coming out my vagina i would be terrified right i would be traumatized i'd probably pass out right (laughs) and i mean you talk about like period sex i mean i'm I feel like if it's it, it it it's not that bad. There's like so many contractions. Like one of these companies that I definitely am riding for is Flex Company, mm-hmm. which is basically they create this contraption where you can insert yourself in yourself like a tampon, where you can have blood free sex. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, there's like so many things out there, and if you don't want to spend the money. Put a fucking towel down and go at it. Like, I don't get it. Like it just gives you extra lube. Just saying. Right. Just then, saying. I mean, if you take a shower and keep a tampon and you can still have someone go down on you without getting messy. It's like I just hate that people act like and that's something I can say about being gay. It's like I guess when you're with another female, that bitch has periods too. It's like, am I not gonna get off because you're in your period? Now if you're bleeding like crazy, we may have we may have to wait a day or two. Yeah. Like skip a day or two. But it's like from going with to guys who were just so gross that it's a girls who are like bitch I bleed too so it's like, <laughs> it's like it's so different it's just it's very different but yeah I feel like everyone should have a person who's perfectly fine with that because I feel like it makes you feel so much more confident in yourself not having to feel kind of insecure for those first like what five six days. And you still feel like you still get those guys sometimes that are like, oh, you're on your period? 
So can I just get a blowjob then? And it's like, no, you can put a towel down. Let's go. I'm like, so I'm not supposed to get pleasure because I'm in my period? Right. Get over yourself. It's 2018. Exactly. Make me come, please. Right. <laughs> and it's just, unfortunately, it goes back to the lack of education. Like, sex education sucks in this country. Absolutely fucking sucks. Like, I mean, we still hear things about, like, oh, man. I fucked her so deep, I hit her cervix. You can't do that. Like, Why would you want to? Right. It's like things like that don't exist. And where did you learn your education from? Because I don't want to be near there. If you're hitting my cervix, you have a problem. It's right. Like, do it's, you know what a vagina looks like, sweet? Right. <laughs> it's like, I'm, that's so great. And I mean, the biggest thing is just like, oh my gosh, the color wheel of discharge, which you should go into our <laughs> website after this episode and look at. I mean, you have to understand that not all discharge is bad discharge. And I mean, as a female girl, I freaked out over my discharge, but mm-hmm. discharge is natural in a lot of instances. And that is another thing that I never learned about in sex education. When you're getting discharge, especially in the middle of your periods, especially if you're getting like spotty discharge, you get so terrified if you have no idea. For instance, also, just to kind of give you a basis of what the vaginal discharge calendar, not calendar, but color color wheel. Color wheel of discharge. (laughs) Color wheel of discharge may look like. Um, The the colors tend to kind of vary um, to about maybe five colors. So the most normal one would be the thick, wider one. Essentially, it's kind of light. Yeah, um, I mean, sometimes it goes... And I mean, definitely, we're not saying that if you have discharge, don't see your doctor. Sometimes, no, you gotta go see your doctor, but it happens. It's like, it could be kind of go from cottage cheese to just, I don't know, semen texture. Right, almost looking like but, um <laughs> d- Yeah, definitely. Um, but if you are feeling other symptoms, like itching, burning, or something like that, it may be something more serious. Probably yeast infection. Yes, and that is nothing wrong with you. It just means it could be something with your pH. Shit happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, don't freak out. It happens to everyone. Everyone has discharge. I mean, it's like cleaning your vagina. We tell uncircumcised dudes to pull their shit back. Girls have to pull their shit back, too. And unfortunately, again, we learn more about the penis and sex ed than we do about the, the female body. These are things that there should be a color wheel of discharge in everyone's sex ed, but yeah. you can go download ours if you want to give it to your kid <laughs> or best friend. Christmas is around the corner. Just saying, these are things we should know as women, and unfortunately, we don't get the opportunity to have these discussions. Exactly. Um, and another one that is not necessarily normal, but maybe seen as abnormal is a yellow discharge. It is a sign of either a bacterial infection or it could be possibly an STI. So if you're seeing a yellow discharge, I would definitely recommend seeing your doctor mm-hmm. and not to make you worry, but just to get every, or just to make sure everything's on the up and up and about that. Right. So we'll definitely have, like we said, our color wheel of discharge up after this episode and to check it out. I mean, it's not, it's kind of like, Learning to self-examine your breasts. <laughs> like Which a, is something that every woman should do as well. Yeah. and I Self-exam. And, yeah. and I, mean, I need to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the first one to be like, I do this shit every day. But sometimes I think about it, you know, like, I, you know, wish I had known. It's not for nothing. Nothing against, like, my parents or anything. But it's just something, again, like, it's generational. We don't 
educate women or, you know, women or boys or anybody on these things, it's kind of hard for us to be mad at anyone for not te- for not knowing. You know? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, but, I mean, it's kind of like you talk about farts. It's like, get over farts. Like, yeah, we all do it, man. Shit stinks. Nobody likes it. <laughs> well, I mean, unless that's your fetish. And, but, yeah, girls fart, too. <laughs> it's right. Like, like, breaking news. Chicks fart all the time. Right? <laughs> Especially on the periods. That's probably the worst. Like, period farts. Period oh. farts. If a girl's on her period and she says she has to fart. That's the only time where I'm like, it's okay if you just walk away. Right. Period farts are like the equivalent of period shits or period poops. Period farts are just like, they're just like, Lord, they're just so bad. They smell like a decaying carcass. Yeah, it makes me body. get up. I'm like, damn. I, I gag while I'm walking out of the room. And then it's nothing worse if you accidentally crop dust somebody and they walk in that because they are just oh. never prepared. Oh, then you gotta understand. I'm you, so sorry, boss. When you period fart, it's like, Especially if you're not wearing a tampon, <laughs> it's not only it's, you fart from both hoes. I'm just saying, right, you hear a little, yeah, the little squishy. It's just, it's um, like a little vaginal applause. Like, yes. oh. oh man, period farts. Okay. But well, fuck it, we fart. <laughs> like, you fart, we shit. get over it. Like I remember, queef. it's like it's like literally dating someone who a doesn't want to be around you or just gets offended when you fart. Especially being in like a relationship with a guy, I've been in a relationship with a guy who just was so disgusted that I farted. I'm like, you walk around farting all day. I'm sorry. I'm a human being. I just have titties and a vagina. I fart too. Like, why are you getting mad at me? Like, that's he's like, that's not ladylike. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I just want to fart. I'm like, right? Shit. Like that. You can die from that, can't you? Yeah, actually, you can't pop a blood vessel, man. <laughs> Seriously, don't right. do that. I actually was in a relationship with someone who literally said, oh, women don't poop. Women don't fart. They don't do that. Okay. I don't know what alien you're dating, but... But 17-year-old me was like, oh, yeah, we don't do that. (laughs) This is so sad. Oh, my gosh. Now, oh, God. I feel like I'm just a completely different person to the 17-year-old who was afraid to fart. (laughs) Girls, please fart. Shit. Yes. Do the same shit boys do. Don't hold it in. It's just, let's live your life. <laughs> you don't want to walk around cramped up, just miserable. That's what some of these girls are, miserable. <laughs> but yeah, so we are definitely at the time to do some Q&A. This yes. is our first episode. So fortunately, we don't have the questions <laughs> from our lovely listeners, but we do have some questions for each other. Yes. <laughs> so... My question to you is what body insecurity, Alex, do you have that you conquer it and how did you do it? Oh, God. See, <laughs> I feel like there's probably, I have one big body insecurity that I have not conquered, but I'm still trying to conquer. Does okay. that count? Yeah, um, that counts. So we've already discussed that we have 4C hair. Um, mm-hmm. I have 4C hair everywhere. <laughs> So, I'm a hairy bitch, essentially. And when it comes to hair in the nether region, whenever I try to remove it, I unfortunately get ingrown hairs. Girl, that's my life. Right? (laughs) I've literally been dealing with it since I was on... It's so sad that I started shaving this young, but like 12. I mean, ingrown hairs suck. When you have... It's one of those things where 
Everyone can get them. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the curlier your hair is, <laughs> the more prone to ingrown hairs you are. And it does make you insecure because you have to deal with that. Do I shave? Do I don't shave? Do I shave? Do I don't shave? Exactly. Especially if you are not necessarily dating someone um, or not necessarily in a relationship and you're trying to like, I don't know. Unfortunately, we do live in that society where we feel like, oh, I don't know them very well, so I want to keep shaving. I don't want to, you know, have my legs all hairy and shit. (laughs) And so basically, I torture myself by shaving constantly every time I see them. And I end up getting these ingrown hairs. Went to my doctor and she was like, well, that's just the way your hair texture is. We can't do anything. (laughs) And unfortunately, I still have scars. Um, Since or from since I was younger, I still have the same scars. And it's unfortunate because literally every time I have sex and especially during oral, like it's a constant thought in my head. Yeah. And unfortunately, I feel like it has hindered me from like coming orally yeah but that's another discussion (laughs) another episode another episode episode. but um as far as how i'm conquering it i feel like i've kind of understood the fact that i have scars i have scars everywhere (laughs) and everyone has their own like different types of insecurities you never know and fuck it i'm still hot yeah (laughs) i mean i definitely feel in the grown tip i and this is maybe TMI, so excuse me again. You can mute me, fast forward me. But like, I have really bad scars from trying to narrow my hair away on mm-hmm. multiple parts of my body. From my armpits are like really scarred, and my nether regions are scarred from it. And I mean, it's like it it created the insecurity of having ingrown hairs double fold, you know. But I had to learn that like. Hair is on your vagina for a reason. <laughs> it's there to keep like a lot of things from going inside your vagina. But we do all want to have that like you know smooth silken look. So yeah, I mean, I think I think it's something a lot of women battle with because I'm a hairy bitch, <laughs> like, like I am, and I five hairy bitches, right? And it's like I love to feel my soft silky legs. Don't get me wrong, and you know, some days I just don't give a fuck. I mean, I mean kickboxing, movie tie my ass up. I lift my arms up the mirror. I'm like, damn, I have a bush. <laughs> and then I look at it around. I'm like, fuck it. I'm here to kick some ass. I got a 70 year old Thai man yelling at me right now. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's like, I don't. So, but yeah, it's, that's, that's a good one. Cause I feel like a lot of women deal with that. I mean, yeah, we, some of us are blessed to be able to stay shaved and silky smooth 24 seven, but my life is too busy for that shit. Yeah. We'll be African. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Got like 30 jobs. You know how we do. <laughs> we ain't got no time for this shit. But yeah, we are definitely coming to the end of our first episode. Yes, yes. Um, thanks for listening to Collectively. Don't forget to follow us at Collectively on Instagram. Collectively Podcast. At Collectively Podcast on Instagram. Again, my name is Alex. And my name is Fatima. And we hope to talk to you guys again. I can't wait to our next episode. Definitely check out the Instagram to see what our next topic is. We'd like to post a lot of questions. You know, if you have any topics or questions that you would like to shoot at us, DM us. Yeah, definitely. If we respond to your DM, I don't know. But, I mean, you could DM us. (laughs) And that can be questions. It can be advice. It can be literally anything in relation to the podcast.
Yeah, so we out this bitch. Yeah, we out it. <laughs> <laughs>